When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Entrickin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. And I am here to get you ready for a fun Monday of baseball action while recapping a full Sunday for you as well. So this is your Monday, April 17th edition of the First Pitch Podcast. Let's get cracking. Let's talk some baseball. Let's talk some recent news from Sunday. Giancarlo Stanton, it's that time of the year, heads to the IL with a grade two hamstring injury. Remember, Corey Seager had a similar hamstring injury last week, and they're talking at least a month, if not two. Like It's a long injury with a grade two strange. Uh, it stinks because Stanton was hitting 269 with four home runs. He was playing pretty well to start the season. Oswald, Oswald, Oswald Peraza gets the call for the New York Yankees, hitting 289 with no home runs and five stolen bases so far in the minor leagues. He was the uh, victim, I guess you could say, or the one that lost out in the battle with Anthony Volpe. Volpe has struggled. Braz is going to come up. We'll see who leaves when Stanton returns. Uh, more Yankees news for you here. Josh Donaldson to begin his rehab assignment on Tuesday. They're expecting all to go well. They just want to basically go play some light. Go play a live game, Josh. That's what they want. They're expecting him back on Wednesday. So he looks like he's good to go. He was eligible to come off the IL on Sunday. So expect Josh Donaldson back in your lineup on Wednesday, which makes it interesting because like LeMahieu has been playing third. You have, uh, you have uh, Oswaldo Cabrera playing all over the place. So there'll be another another mouth to feed in that infield. The news a lot of us have been waiting for, especially prospect folks around baseball. The Mets are doing it. They're calling up top prospect, 23rd ranked prospect, their third top prospect, Brett Beatty, third baseman up. He had nothing left to prove on the minors, folks. Hitting 400 with five home runs, two stolen bases, nine runs scored, and 15 RBIs. I have not seen a corresponding roster move. I was looking everywhere for this. I apologize ahead of time if I've missed it. Um, Hopefully the roster move is Eduardo Eduardo Escobar has been DFA'd. That would be the right roster move because if they just you know play yo-yo with Brett Beatty, that's going to be no fun. Put him up there. Let him hit. Let's see what happens. So Good for the Mets to call him up. Now play the young kid. Max Free, this is great news for fantasy managers around baseball, is returning from the IL and will make the start on Monday against the San Diego Padres. Free had that short outing against the Nationals before he left injured. That was all he have seen of him this season, but apparently rehab went well. He's good to go. I have not seen a pitch count yet on Monday for him, but I'm imagining they want to do 60 to 70 pitches. We'll see. Maybe more. Let's hope for more. But a tough matchup against San Diego in his return from the IL. Uh, we reported last week that Zach Davies had an oblique injury. Um, it's an oblique strain. It has got it's, it's worse. They've done more testing now, like swelling, swelling and whatnot has gone down. He's going to miss several weeks, is what it said. Several weeks. 
And in that same report, they announced that Dre Jamison is expected to keep the job while Davies is out, barring a poor performance from Dre Jamison. So it's his to run with, which is great to see. Now we just need Madison Bumgarner to get out of the way so Brendan Fott could come in and we can all have a great time in Arizona. Masataka Yoshida, I reported it for the last few nights that I was on the show, and then obviously Jake did over the weekend, has been out since uh, April 11th with an injury. He returned on Sunday. He went over three, but the moral of the story is he returned, and that is great because we have Monday morning, folks. We have the marathon game, the Boston Marathon game. that starts at 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time. So for you early lineup locks, don't forget that one in Boston. All right, this was a, a tough one. We kind of knew – the info on Sunday, but it was made or Saturday actually, but it was made official on Sunday. Chris Bubich to the IL. This is not good. You know, he, he struggled against Atlanta. The velocity was down all over the place. He has a left flexor strain. That is not good. More tests are still being done to determine the severity and the length he will miss time wise. So it stinks. He was a very popular uh, free agent acquisition over the last week and um yeah because he was really good his first two starts we saw the pitch mix change we saw the different velocities and spins everything was great and it stinks that he already has the left flexor strain see where it goes from there jesse winker has actually been hitting pretty well this season not great not like winker and great american small park great but playing pretty well but he's going to uh he, he was scratched on sunday played on saturday after missing a couple games before that so we are not sure if he can go back-to-back games yet. He is battling right oblique tightness. Something to monitor if you're in weekly leagues with Jesse Winker. Might be worth finding another option. We'll see. They have a decent schedule this week, so pick your poison, I guess, with Jesse Winker. More Yankees news. Luis Severino tossed a bullpen session on Sunday. Things went well, apparently, and they're going to uh, start planning a rehab program very soon. And if he continues to progress the way he looked on Sunday – They're expecting them back in early May, and the Yankees need all the help they can get in the starting rotation. So Luis Severino could be coming back to your fantasy teams early May, and hopefully he does not use, hopefully he doesn't need to be told to wash his hands like Domingo Herman. Let's put it that way. Uh, Daniel Bard began a rehab assignment. This is great, great stuff here. We know Daniel Bard is in the IL uh, with anxiety. We talked about that on earlier shows. Bad deal. Uh, We were so over the best for his mental health, regardless of his returning to baseball health. But he started a rehab assignment in Albuquerque, in AAA Albuquerque, on Sunday. He pitched a scoreless inning, gave up one hit, and struck out three. That is great to see. And all reports are pretty much saying when he does return, it is his job again in the closing department. And Pierce Johnson, you are formidable in your role. But it looks like it's all back to Mr. Daniel Bard when business becomes usual. More Rockies news for you. Randall Grichik began his rehab assignment in AAA Albuquerque on Sunday. He did not play, but he's back. And they're, they're liking the extended spring training he got. He looks healthy. He's looking good. The goal is to play a couple games in AAA and maybe have him back by this weekend. We'll see. Uh, fantasy managers were hoping already because if he comes back this weekend, well, he won't be in Colorado. He'll be on the road. But uh, it would be good to have him back one way or another, I guess. Let's talk about some of the hitting highlights on Sunday. There are a lot of them, and I wanted to pick a few like not-so-popular names, like not your JT Amutos, your Matt Olsons, your Ronald Kimmons of the world. I'm going to talk about Heimer Condelario, for instance. He was 4-for-5 with a home run, two runs scored, and two RBIs as Shane Bieber and the Guardians struggled on Sunday. But I want to bring the Candyman up because he's really um, having a great start to his season for Candyman standards. I've always been a Candelario fan in Detroit. I, I think the ballpark obviously got to him quite a bit. I was looking forward to this transition here. He's now hitting 284 on the season with three home runs, nine runs scored, and nine RBIs. You, know, like you might say that's not much, but in a couple weeks' time, that's great for Candelario. And why I wanted to highlight him is 
He's definitely deeply relevant as a third base or, or corner infield option. And if he keeps hitting like this, there will be weeks for sure where he's 12-team relevant. And I want to put him on your radar as someone to keep an eye on going forward. Corbin Carroll. Yes, the Corbin Carroll, who to start the season, like, why is he hitting this, this spot in the bag in order? Why isn't he playing every day? Well, the dude's raking right now. He's two for few, two for four with a home run, a double, two runs scored, and two RBIs on Sunday. Carroll is now hitting 288 on the season with four home runs, 10 runs scored, eight RBIs, and six stolen bases. There's an, I'd like to say, if he plays the full season, so that's why I'm going to say that, an easy 2020 guy there with potential for the 30-30 that everybody wants. The way he's, the power and the speed is working right now, Corbin Carroll, so far, very early, looks like the real deal. Last but not least, Josh Lowe. This is one, you know, we talk about it a lot with prospects, like Jared Kelnick is a great example. We have all this high hope, but it just doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work, and now he's busting out. It's the old saying, prospect growth isn't linear. You need to remember that. So you can't just go A to double A to triple A, boom, he's a great player. Josh Lowe is a great example. Like He was tearing up the minors, got his cup of coffee last season, struggled tremendously multiple times. He got up, down, up, down, did not work. Well, he's back right now. And he's on the strong side of a platoon with the injury situations in Tampa Bay, and he's doing his best to make sure they don't take it away when injured players come back. He hit two for five with a double, a run scored, three RBIs, and a stolen base on Sunday. But uh, even better, on the season, he's hitting 359 with three home runs, Eight runs scored, 10 RBIs, and two stolen bases. He's playing very, very well for the red-hot Tampa Bay Rays, and it's going to be hard to get him out of that lineup. So make sure you find him on your waiver wires if he's hanging out because I'd be running to get him before this streak continues. He gets a full-time job, and you cannot not find him on your waiver wires anymore. For more details on the day's top hitters, check out the Daily Batters box over at PitcherList.com. Starting pitching highlights for the day, and there were a ton of aces, so I'm looking forward to checking out the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and his uh, daily SP roundup. But I got a couple for you here. Luis Castillo was trying to be perfect on Sunday. He went six perfect innings. He ended up going seven innings, zero earned runs, two hits, zero walks, which is phenomenal here from Luis Castillo because that used to be a bugaboo of his, the walk situation, and nine strikeouts in those seven innings pitch, 19 whiffs, 38% CSW on 91 pitches. He now has a 0.73 ERA with a 2.92 xFIP and 26 strikeouts over 24 and two thirds innings pitched. It's 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 a broken record by now, but we were all waiting for Luis Castillo to get out of Great American Small Park. We wanted to see this. We saw it in the second half last year. We're seeing it now. It is glorious, absolutely glorious to see Luis Castillo do his thing. Zach Gallon, a guy I was high on this fantasy season, the first couple starts, not great, Bob, but we saw a dandy from him his last time out, and he backed it up here in Miami, six and two-thirds, no earn, two hits, no walks, seven Ks. He only had nine whiffs, which is a bit concerning, The 30% league average CSW on 97 pitches, but the most important thing to me, back-to-back, really, really strong Zach Gallon starts. I think he's going to keep carrying that over week to week to start to start. And folks, you Darvish, this is the beauty of you Darvish. He'll have the hiccup starts. He's an older pitcher. It's not always going to be as perfect as it once was, but he still has this in the arsenal, folks. Seven innings pitched, one earned, four hits, two walks, 12 strikeouts. 12 strikeouts. Dose strikeouts, folks. 19 whiffs, 41% CSW on 100 pitches. Darvish was locked in. He will do this a handful of times throughout the season. And it just makes him a very valuable pitcher, especially where he was getting drafted on draft day. So Darvish got it done. Once again, make sure to tune in to the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and to read his daily SP roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Relief pitchers to highlight here, Paul Sewold and David Robertson picked up their fourth saves. 
They were the highest save getters on the day. I want to highlight Devin Williams. He picked up his second save, and people are like, oh, blah, blah, it's only two saves. What's the big deal? He got drafted so high. I drafted him a lot of places, and the reason I drafted him is because he's the best reliever in baseball, the best reliever. And this is what I want to tell you. He's got two saves, but he also has two wins in his five appearances, zero earned runs over five innings with eight strikeouts. The dude is filthy, filthy, filthy. They bring him in on the biggest situations. He gets wins. He gets saves. Great ratios, tons of strikeouts, best reliever in all of baseball, Devin Williams. And then last but not least, we had some fun in Chicago against the Doyers. Brad Boxberger picked up his first save of the season while striking out three in the ninth inning. Why is this important? Because it looked like it was Michael Fulmer's job, but Fulmer pitched the eighth. So uh, that's going to be a rotating deal, high leverage situations, all that good stuff. But Boxberger is showing a little bit of value there when it is needed. All right, that'll wrap up our recap of Sunday's action. Before we get into Monday, April 17th, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Eating is an emotional experience, which is why managing your weight needs to be a psychological one. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Start taking control of your weight management and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Most weight loss programs are short-term fixes, but the problem is managing your weight needs a long-term solution. And that's what makes Noom different. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight today and in the future. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Start taking control of your weight management and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. Casey Bubba. Let's get to the weather with our one, the only, Mark Paquette. Thank you very much, Brian. Well, a tough weather day yesterday with the postponement in Detroit and the lengthy delay to begin the game in Chicago. And this weather pattern slowly shifts east, and we're going to see some more games in this kind of cool, breezy pattern. They're going to be Boston, the Patriots Day game as they host the Angels. Going to be in Detroit where they're hosting the Guardians, and it's going to be in the White Sox again. It's not going to be a heck of a lot better than it was yesterday. Uh, cool, breezy, just miserable for uh, baseball. But, hey, it is April. 
it'll get better. Thank you very much, and back to you. Thanks a ton, Mark. We appreciate it as usual. Let's talk about some DFS on the day. If you're playing DraftKings, you have a nine-game main slate starting at 7.10 p.m. Eastern time, 4.10 p.m. Pacific time. A couple of the bats, you have Coors Field, of course. I love Pittsburgh versus Kyle Freeland. I know teams' first games in Colorado can be a little slow to you, but uh, they're a very nice value pricing-wise on the slate. Uh, like Rodolfo Castro is very cheap. You have uh, Bay is very cheap. Uh, Brian Hayes is affordable. So you have some nice options there. Uh, the Dodgers versus David Peterson is going to be a good one. Peterson looked better in his last start. Still not great. Still a lot of holes there. The Dodgers should have a lot of fun on this one. You got your your usual suspects in Betts and Freeman. But don't forget the likes of maybe a Trace Thompson. Chris Taylor went deep on Sunday. Next month, he hits lefties just fine, too. There's a lot of options in that lineup. So the Dodgers should be very popular and for good reason. There, there's a lot of the West Coast. It's almost say the West Coast games, the late games. A lot of nice stacking opportunities on the slate. Pitching-wise, some pretty nice pitching for sure. Like Gossman's fun. You got Javier. You got Wheeler. But I'm looking forward to Jacob DeGrom versus Kansas City. That's one of the best matchups you can get in baseball. KC strikes out so much to start the season. And DeGrom is back, folks. Back. He went, I believe, 98 pitches in his last start. He looks filthy. He's back. We're good. Jacob DeGrom versus Kansas City. And then Corbin Burns. This is the fun one. First two starts was not good. It burned. It burned us all. But his last start, he looked great. Eight shutout innings, only 89 pitches. They pulled him. Strikeouts were there. Velocity was up. He was getting the swings and misses. He looked like Corbin Burns. Now against the Seattle Mariners. We'll see how this one pans out. If he's back, that is a great price tag on DraftKings. That's all I'm going to say. So keep your eye on Corbin Burns. Things I'm looking forward to is Corbin Burns. Is he really back? I want to know. I think he is. He's an ace. You know, some guys start out slow. Don't panic. Do it again. Prove me right. Make a number two in a row here, Corbin Burns. Really want to see that. I am very much just as a baseball fan, let alone a fantasy player, looking forward to Kevin Gospin versus Christian Javier. You have the Jays versus the Astros, two playoff contenders, two potential rivals as these teams continue to stay young and develop. Plus, you have Gossman, who has been probably the best pitcher, if not one of the best pitchers in baseball so far this season. Velocity has been an issue with the swings and miss, and the strikeouts are still great. He's limiting the damage. He's doing awesome things. Gets his toughest test of the year in Houston, so that's what I'm curious about. Flip side, Christian Javier coming off a rough start. Still had the goods. It just did not pan in the results you're hoping for. So Gossman versus Javier is definitely an interesting matchup. And then Max Fried returning from the IL again, short outing in his only start. He's using ramping back out during rehab and whatnot. Gets a tough matchup versus the Padres. I want to see how far Freed goes in the game. I want to see how effective he is coming off the IL. So some big questions for me in that one. It's going to be a fun, fun day of action. And if you want to get ready for Monday and every other day of the fantasy baseball season, make sure you check out PitcherList.com. More importantly, PL Pro, PL Plus. Become a member at PitcherList.com. Great Discord community there. It's growing. It's all kinds of great stuff chatter-wise in there. Plus uh, great tools that they keep developing at PitcherList and much, much more. So go check out PL Plus, PL Pro, and become a member at PitcherList.com. But that'll that'll do it, folks. Don't forget, <coughs> you can find me on Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. And I will be back to you guys tomorrow. But for now, this was your first pitch podcast, your Monday, April 17th edition. I'll catch you guys next time. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.